Hi everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of Can We Talk About It Though? I'm your host Tanya and today's episode is going to be discussing dating addicts. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I have dated multiple addicts um, and I have a brother who's an addict and I have dealt with them extremely differently um, with my brother. I had to separate myself from him and obviously that is not the case um, when I was in relationships. So this podcast is going to be very open and raw about the feelings and emotions that came along with my journey in dating addicts um, and maybe you guys can relate to them as well. I don't think that these emotions and feelings are only when you date an addict. This is any relationship really. Um, but for my my journey, I dealt with dating an addict way differently than my brother. So it is a different story for me to tell. In preparing for this episode, it was probably the most difficult episode to date that I've had to record and the most intense um, pre-recording that I've had um, because I had to really dig deep and come up with these answers to questions that I've never really asked myself. And when I did ask them, I lived in denial. So... I'm going to jump right in um, to some of the emotions and feelings that you that came along with my journey in dating an addict. And they're, they're very similar to ones with people dealing with them. It's shame and embarrassment. I had very low self-esteem. I was in denial and I was too prideful to admit what was actually going on. So I started dating addicts in high school and continued through most of my adult life. I had very long relationships with three people that had addiction problems um, on and off. And so um, I have lived with addicts for many years um, and also seen them in recovery for years. So right after, I think I, I did touch upon this in a previous episode, but in high school, um, when I was 16, my boyfriend passed away of um, a car accident from a car accident and he had just dropped me off at my house and I had obviously a very hard time dealing with that and I suffered from extreme survivor's guilt. I felt like I was responsible for it and for, for most people that's a really hard thing to live with. So after that had happened, I wanted to escape my reality and I wanted to forget about what 
I had just gone through. I couldn't do anything to bring him back and I couldn't have done something to save him. So I wanted to just forget that it happened. And so I started getting into the party scene and I met this guy who was older than me and he had his own apartment and he was really fun and we clicked and I started dating him um, the first probably year we didn't have a relationship we just kind of partied together and it was somewhere that I could go to escape like I said my reality and then we um started dating and I probably a year into it decided that that was not the life that I wanted to have and I had a bad experience doing one of the drugs that I was doing and I like stopped completely doing everything that made me feel out of control so I wasn't I stopped drinking I stopped doing drugs I stopped smoking cigarettes I was the epitome of what you call like straight lace and am still that way today So you take these two people that are now drastically different. I met him in a party scene and that's kind of the world that he lived in. And then I I flipped who I was. And so we're in this relationship and at this point we love each other and we want to be together, but we are butting heads so bad because we're living two different lives. So he also struggled with um, what I would say an alcoholism problem and he was into some drugs recreationally and um, he was raised in a household of chaos um, and addiction. And so he was a gentle soul, um, and a caring guy. And you saw that in him, but then when he would drink, he took it to an extreme. He didn't know how to do that, um, in moderation. He couldn't just have one drink. He had to have 30. And so for me, I understood who he was underneath all of that addiction as we all do, with our loved ones and I loved that person and I wanted that person all the time and I wasn't getting it and so it was a a very toxic relationship and it was physically abusive on both ends we were both young and dumb and I felt like us fighting was how he showed that he really loved me and so I sometimes would pick fights I was not innocent in any of this um but it grew to be a very toxic situation that I could no longer be a part of and so we split up and this was probably 
a year and a half to two years in. And so I was obviously sad, but I still loved him. It was this really weird situation to be in because I I knew he was the guy that I wanted him to be underneath everything. I just couldn't get to it. And so <clears throat> I stopped talking to him and told him that I could no longer be with him if he was going to drink and that it had crossed a line and there was no going back from that. And that was a really hard thing for me to do because I didn't really want to do that. If that makes sense. So we had separated for probably a month. I had moved back into my mom's house and he quit drinking and he every day would prove to me that he wanted to be with me and that he had stopped drinking and he was going to be the person that I wanted him to be. And so after a month, we got back together and things were like a whole new world. We were in a completely different relationship than in the beginning. And I thought that this was going to be my happily ever after, as we all do when we're young and in love. Um, and so he stopped drinking and things were really great. And I don't know if anybody suffers from anxiety, but as soon as things started getting really great and calming down, I started experiencing really bad anxiety and panic attacks. Um, and for me, they were out of the blue. I think that my life was so chaotic up until this point that when things settled, I lost control of my thoughts. And so I am now dealing with this anxiety disorder and he is the most kind guy that is standing next to me being like whatever you need I don't ever want you to feel this way and just picked up all of my pieces and it took me a really long time to understand that even once we had broken up so his picking up my pieces and going to the grocery store because I would have a panic attack if I went in there, like I stopped living my life. I stopped driving anywhere. I went to work, which was a quarter of a mile down the road and I came home. And if I went to drive anywhere, I would have a panic attack and go home. And so I wasn't going out to eat. I wasn't going to social functions. I wasn't going to the grocery store. And he was picking up all that slack. And so in a way, he was enabling me. He was enabling my anxiety 
and I was trying to be quote unquote normal and trying to pretend like I was fine, but I wasn't. And in the midst of that, he started using drugs for his own reasons. I don't know what his reasons were, but I was not available for him. And I felt really guilty about that because I felt like he, at the time, had turned into this wonderful guy and is still a wonderful guy. And he deserved to have somebody that could do everything with him. So I think this is where my self-esteem had plummeted even lower um, because I I felt like I had no worth. I was contributing nothing to this relationship. I had nothing more to give um, at the time. And so he started using and I started picking up on different signs. Um, There were cut straws in the house. Uh, His eyes were pinned. You know, when you're around an addict, you start to realize their signs or symptoms, should I say. And so his signs and symptoms were very similar to my brother's in the early years that he was using. So I started picking up on things and he would deny that and I wanted to believe him. So I lived in that denial with him. And I started realizing that he was probably stepping out of the relationship and kind of caught him in that and instead of standing up for myself and just being like you're cheating and I'm out of here I felt like I pushed him to do that and I wasn't worthy of that so I started looking for other ways out so I gave him a drug test and he failed and I left. And in the moment that I left, I didn't think that I was going to leave forever. I thought that I was going to come back to that relationship. Um, but I started talking to another guy and I just got caught up in that romance the the feeling of being wanted it was not a familiar feeling of being comfortable with somebody it was an exciting feeling and it made me come out of my shell a little bit and I needed that so we parted ways and he ended up dating the girl that he cheated on me with and they dated for a very long time and so it was the right move um and i learned a lot from him and then stepped into another relationship where 
I was warned from the get-go that he was into drugs and I was just blinded by the infatuation um, of the situation. And he was somebody that really pushed me out of my shell and really helped me grow as a person who suffered from anxiety. He wasn't somebody that was going to enable me. He would push me to go somewhere. He would push me to go out dancing. That's not something that I would ever have done. I don't drink. So to have to go out in public and dance in front of people was embarrassing. (laughs) But he taught me like, who cares? Everybody's having fun and that's all that matters. And so I was drawn to that. I was drawn to his energy and I was drawn to his charisma and I turned the blind eye and I believed him when he told me that he didn't do drugs and I went down that path with him. Um, He didn't show those typical signs of using. He didn't nod out. He didn't have, his, his eyes were not pinned. He wasn't tired. He didn't have track marks or anything like that. There was, I didn't have any of these signs that I was picking up. So I was very easily um, able to talk myself into the fact that, into denial. And then once I started seeing this other side of him and realizing that there was more going on than what I was talking myself into was, um, then I was, I was in too deep. Like I was too prideful to say that this relationship wasn't going to work. I had this fairy tale life that I wanted at a young age because I felt like I didn't I had done all my partying really young and I didn't drink anymore and I didn't do drugs and I love kids and I just wanted this fairy tale life and I was too prideful to say that I had dated this guy for years and I was wrong I was shameful and embarrassed to say that I was dating an addict when I was so adamant about my brother and how to deal with him. And I was sitting there enabling my significant other. I don't know why... I am drawn to a bad boy. Um, I do know that I like to see the best in people. And I thrive off of chaos. Because for somebody that has anxiety, I function better in chaos. And... In those times that I dated addicts, that's the mindset that I had. I didn't like idle time. I didn't, I I had more anxiety when things were still. So 
did that play a part in me dating addicts? Probably. Did my boyfriend's passing play a part in me dating people that had addiction problems? Probably. Because I couldn't save him. And I couldn't save my brother. But maybe I could make these guys love me enough to help them. Like how crazy does that sound? How low does that sound? But it was true. Like I needed control. I needed somebody to need me. And I felt like somebody that didn't have a problem wouldn't need me. And that's the harsh truth of somebody that has some trauma and a low self-esteem that gets used to the cycle that she's in. I felt like I wasn't good enough for somebody that had it together. And I felt like the only way I could get somebody to stay is if I fixed them. So I've worked really hard over the past year to realize my worth and not be so shameful and embarrassed and about my anxiety and just embrace it and this is just exactly who I am. But the low self-esteem is something that probably drew me to somebody that had a problem because I was going to be that person to save them. I wanted to be that person because all of the guys that I dated were really good guys. They had good qualities and when they were using, they were a different person, but when they were sober, I loved that person and each relationship taught me something different. Um, So I would not go back and change any of it. Maybe not date them as long as I did, but because I feel like I could have learned my lesson in maybe a year instead of three or five or six. Um, But I feel like I have finally opened my eyes and realized that these are not the type of people that I need to be in a relationship with um, for myself and for them. I don't think that I did anything to help these guys. Um, I enabled them and I loved them all differently, but with everything that I had inside. Um, But I think that they probably in the long run helped me more because now I'm able in the past year to look back and realize the things that I sold myself short on and the things that I learned I'm strong over. Like I... I'm a very, very strong-minded person and I'm stubborn and I hold it together pretty well, I think. And so I 
want to present this chaotic mess in a picture-perfect box. And I felt like that's what I was doing, but I probably was not. <laughs> Everybody probably was looking in at me and my relationships and knew how disastrous they were. But in my mind, I was able to tell myself that I was fooling everyone. And I would have done anything for these guys when I was in the relationship. Um, I gave too much of myself to them. And because they were an addict, they easily took it because... First of all, I'm offering it up. Why wouldn't you? And second of all, I think an addict can be very selfish and they think only of themselves and how they're going to get the next thing that they want. Um, and I made it very easy for them. So I think the biggest things that I would stress to somebody that is dating an addict is to do some soul searching, to not give so much of yourself to a relationship. Um, for me, I think that knowing your worth and knowing that being alone is not the end of the world. Because before I settled I settled for these guys because I didn't want to be alone. So if you're dating an addict and you're feeling embarrassed and prideful and you don't want to give in to this illusion, then I would encourage you to step away. Like... The embarrassment will make you have low self-esteem and live in denial and chip away at your pride. And you'll stay in this toxic relationship for far too long and then when you get out, you're like empty. You've given all that you have to somebody and you've completely depleted yourself and you're like a shell and you have to pick yourself back up and reinvent yourself and hopefully you don't make the same mistake as I did in continuously dating addicts but this past year it was really refreshing for me to step aside and not have a serious relationship I was I'm not living with anyone and I was able to really dig down deep and figure out who I am and what I want out of life and when you're dealing with an addict there's no way you can do that you are always on guard you're scared sometimes because of the way that they're acting most of the time, if you are dating an addict, you are in an abusive relationship, either mentally or physically or both. And I've been there. I've been in physically 
abusive relationships. I've been in mentally abusive relationships and I've been in one that is both. And it will destroy you and you're not doing anything to help them. If they want it, they'll get it. But don't let them drag you down while they're doing it. I wanted this episode not to focus too much on the experiences that I had. But the emotions that went with it. And so I hope that you guys take away from this kind of the lessons that I learned and the emotions that I went through and whether it just makes you realize that you're not alone or that you're in denial and these are things that you are thinking that you are experiencing. There are people out there that get it. You know, it took me a really long time to leave these relationships or for these relationships to end and that's okay because I wasn't ready for them to be over. I wasn't done learning my lessons apparently and so I was repeating these scenarios and now I'm free of it and I can tell you that It's okay if you're not ready to leave. It's okay if you love them so much that you just, you see the potential in them and you you can taste it for them. That's okay. That's what love is. Just don't let it destroy you. And think about why you're really in the relationship. What is holding you there? Is it holding you there because you really enjoy this person? Are there more highs than there are lows? That's what you really need to ask yourself. And if you choose to walk away, it's not an end all. If they go and they get help, There's no saying that you can't get back together if it was meant to be. Just realize that recovery is also a very crazy roller coaster ride. Are you ready for it? So I end every episode with quotes. In this episode, I felt compelled to give you two of them the first one is you're ripping yourself into pieces just to keep somebody else whole stop that shit don't let somebody rip you to pieces and leave you empty The second quote is, sometimes a person needs us to abandon them, but we hang on anyway, which can be devastating for both parties. Helping others can sometimes even be a convenient distraction from addressing your own unresolved issues. When someone you know is so toxic and destructive that they are poisoning your life, you have to create some distance. They need you to walk away just as much as you need it. 
those are powerful quotes in their own there is no explanation needed for that last one i want you guys to realize your inner strength and know how strong you are it takes great strength to deal with addicts every single day you're not alone If you want to share your story with me, get it off your chest so that you can feel like it's not holding you down, email me. Can we talk about it though at gmail.com? That's what this podcast is about. You're not alone. None of us are.